Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm trying to get my live right on Instagram. Okay. Okay, we're good. Good morning, y'all. Welcome to Chaos Blog Talk Radio. And it's been break with Vanessa Dion. And every Wednesday we check our spiritual vitals, making sure we're um, growing with God. We're just sharing an atmosphere that has God in it. And we're just talking about him and hearing from him. So really that simple. That's all we're doing for real is hearing from God. So <laughs> I just thank God for the opportunity, the platform. I thank you, Elder Oliver, for trusting me with this platform um, this far. I think I've seen a memory. I think it's – you see, I don't want to um, – say something that it's not, but I think it's been almost two years, if not two, um, of me doing these segments, and I just thank God for pushing me and for being in my corner and just being the sole purpose and the reason, because I started off doing these segments um, saying that, you get what I'm saying, I'm not good at consistency, or I'm not, you know what I'm saying, I don't know how I'm going to keep up with it, blase, blase, but to be almost two years in, if not already two it's crazy, and I had to look back like, you know what, you actually, you know what I'm saying, you're actually growing a little bit. You actually, you know what I'm saying, can do something with consistency if you just push yourself and to remain faithful and allow God to give you, you know, what you need day by day, walk by walk. So um, thank you for this platform. Thank you for opportunity. And I'm going to just pray a sin before we start. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God, for a good day, a great day, a new day. Thank you for being the same God you are every day, today. <laughs> Thank you, God. Um, you're great and amazing and powerful. Um, you're thoughtful. You're understanding. You're patient. Um, you're merciful. Um, I love you, God, and I thank you just for being who you are in my life and everybody's listening life, God. Whatever part you play for us individually, God, I thank you for that. Um, I thank you for all of us being able to come together in one setting, one atmosphere to hear from you this morning, God. Um, And before I ask you for anything, I pray and I ask you for forgiveness, God. Please forgive me for anything wrong I've done to you, to anybody around me, or sins I've committed to myself, God. Please forgive me for those as well. And I pray that you continue to water me and help me and push me, God, and everybody listening, God. I pray that you continue to water us and allow us that space in the room to grow. I thank you for allowing us the space in the room to grow. I thank you, God. Um, And I pray that we all put the steps forward to grow and be better. Um, And this morning, I pray for you to remove me out the way, God. I pray for you to speak. I pray for you to move. I pray for you to drop whatever anybody needs this morning. I pray that you give me the words to say it to them, God, specifically. Um, I pray that you speak to your people directly, God. And I pray that we walk in obedience after we hear this, this lesson, this word, whatever you have for us, God. I pray that we allow it to really register and soak in and not just be emotional about it, about it, but really, like, put the steps forward to grow in it. So I thank you in advance, God. I praise you. Um, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So good morning, y'all. Hey. <laughs> um, so I have, I think, like two things I want to talk about. Um, yeah, I'm going to just jump in. The first one I want to reference, the scripture I want to reference with this first topic is Isaiah 55. Let me see the exact verse. I didn't even write the exact verse down. I just put Isaiah 55. Hold on. And it's a very common scripture. Um, Isaiah 55, verse 8, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. 
Um, I guess I'll read mine too. For the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my way, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. I'm reading one more time. I'm reading another another version. N I R V. That was King James. I'm going to read another version for us. My thoughts are not like your thoughts, and your ways are not like my ways, announces the Lord. The heavens are higher than the earth, and my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So, oh, I want to keep going. Am I going to make you get off topic? Hold on. The rain and the snow come down from the sky. They do not return to it without watering the earth. Jesus. They make plants come up and grow. The plants produce seeds for farmers. They also produce food for the people to eat like God got purpose and reason, and whatever he says for something to do, it will do that, okay? God got all of this orchestrated for his, for his, power, for his glory and for whatever reason he has it. He, it. Everything does what it's supposed to do. So trust God and let things work in our lives. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the next thing, the next verse, the words I speak are like that. They will not return to me without producing results. They will accomplish what I want them to do. They will do exactly what I sent them to do, exactly like we don't have to worry about how something will get done or why. No, not even how something will get done. It's the God, why are you doing this portion, the part I want to talk about. is God why are you, when we're stuck in that place of God, why are you doing this? What is going on, God? What is the reason? God never does think, like, it says that it will, they will not, those words I speak are like that. They will not return to me without producing results. The things God does in our life will produce results, and they will accomplish whatever he wants them to do. Whatever he, the reason is that he doesn't think the way we do. His thoughts are higher than ours. His thoughts, he thinks as, as the head in the sky, in the heavens. He has whole world view from top. He knows why he wants something to happen the way that he does. We have to trust him. And within that trust in him, God doesn't do things for our individual happiness. Like happiness wavers so much. He knows we're emotional beings. If he did something for our happiness, he knows that we're going to be sad about it in five, five days, ten days. You get what I'm saying? Like our emotions fluctuate so much, so he has to do things for our good versus to make us happy. You get what I'm saying? Our good is our long being like our long term being. You know what I'm saying? Our good is like our life being like he has to do things that are good for our life, not just happiness which is momentary. You get what I'm saying? God does things for our good. And we what I'm learning is to remain faithful even when it doesn't feel good right now. Even when I'm in that place of Lord why? I have to remember that his thoughts are not my thoughts. You know what I'm saying? His ways are not my ways. And the same way that he has the rain come down and water the reason why, like, you know what I'm saying? We can be wondering, God, why is it raining right now? Why is it going on in my life? But not knowing that that rain is watering watering the plants, watering the, the fruit, watering the vegetables that you about to eat. You get know what I'm saying? That you need. You get know what I'm saying? Like, we can wonder all day about why are you doing this. We have to trust that there's a purpose and there's a reason. You get know what I'm saying? And that rain won't return back up to him without doing what he told it to do, which is water the plants, water the seeds, you know what I'm saying, water my soil, you know what I'm saying, and that's for your good. Him watering that soil is for your good. Him watering those seeds are for your good so that you can eat, so that you can be prosperous, so that you can, can you know what I'm saying, it's all for your good. He don't have to bring water down for us. He don't have to do that, but he does it for our good. It may not feel good while it's raining, but trust me, we're going to be happy when we reach that harvest, okay? <laughs> we're going to be happy when we get them fruit. And you know what I'm saying? Like when, we, when things become fruitful, you know what I'm saying? 
we'll be happy, but we got to trust the process. You know what I'm saying? And at first I wanted to compare this to, like, relationships in our life of how, you know, things don't always be happy with our partner or whatever, whatever. Like, I wanted to compare it to relationships, but it's like our relationship with God is so much different just because we know that we can put our full trust in him. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, of course, we can trust our partners. We can trust. I can't really speak. I'm not married, but, like. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying in a general sense. I guess people, like, we can trust people. Of course, we go by actions. We go by character. We can trust people, yes. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, okay, I wanted to compare it to relationships. But it's, like, so much different because he doesn't he doesn't operate as humans do. He's perfect. And I think that sometimes we forget how perfect of a guy we serve. Our God is perfect, 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 perfect. We serve a perfect God. And with that being said, there's no, there's, there's, when we put our trust in him and our faith in him, we know for a fact it will return with us. It will return to us with, with, with something that's, you know what I'm saying? It will do us good. It will do us good by putting our faith in God. We, we know that everything will work out for our good. You get what I'm saying? And it may not feel the best while we're in the situation. It may not feel the best while we're in it. But that's why it's so important for us to read our word, read our scriptures and remind ourselves, even of this scripture right here that we just read. And I see why God wanted me to just put Isaiah 55, because if I would have put Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9, I would have stopped right there. But because we read down all the way to 11, it's like now I understand a little bit more in depth of how it says that whatever he says, it's going to do exactly what what he needs it to do. It won't return to him without producing the results he needs them to produce. So when God speaks over your life, when God tells you certain things, when God, it was his words don't return to him void. Is that the scripture in the, in the King James? Let me see. It is. So, so shall my words. Oh Lord. Y'all know how I be the King James version. Let me slow down. So shall my word be that goeth forth out my mouth. Okay. This is the second part that I need. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the things where to I should. Y'all know how I be with the King James, but I just wanted to make sure I've heard the scripture so many times in church about God's words won't return to him void, and I was making sure that this was a scripture. But God, he will, he will do what he says he will do, and what he needs to accomplish will happen in your life. And I just want to tell you that this is a promise. God is letting you know that I got you. I will take care of you. But you know what we have to do is remain faithful and remain obedient in that season of, Lord, why? Lord, what are you doing? Lord, I trust you. I just need a little booster. You get what I'm saying? I, I trust you, but maybe I need you to, to show me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we need something, we can ask him, Lord, I need a little wisdom. God, I need a little bit more faith. God, I'm a little, I need some peace in this season if I'm going to trust you. And I need some joy in this season if I'm going to trust you. I need, I need this in this season if I, if I, you know what I'm saying? But I, I still trust you. But I still trust you. You get what I'm saying? So I'm just learning how, what to do in my why season of, Lord, what are you doing, the questionable season. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do we do when we don't see movement? What do I do when I don't see movement? Do I panic? Do I go backwards to what's familiar in my life, the things that I know and that feel good and that, you know what I'm saying, are familiar to me? Do I go backwards? Do I give up on God? Do I lose sight of the promise? Do I, do I let go of his hand and go walk my own little way? Like, Lord, okay, I'm going to come back. 
but I'm gonna just go do this over here while you working, guy. Because you know what I'm saying, like you know what I'm saying. And what if we missed that call? He was getting ready to start moving, and you know what I'm saying. He was getting ready to okay. Now it's time let's move forward. But you done got lost all the way up in the field somewhere. Anywho, anywho, let me get back on topic. <laughs> but do I let go of his hand? That's that was the point I'm making. Is that when I don't see movement, when it's hard to trust God, do I let his hand go? You know what I'm saying? Do I forget in the God that I serve? Do I forget who God is in my life just because I don't see it happening yet? And then once I see it happening, I want to be like, okay, God, like, okay, we, we good again. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we, faithfulness, how do we operate when we don't see movement? We have to remain full in who God is. I feel like that's, 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 uh, this can be like a, I guess, food for thought or thought provoking of true relationship. You get what I'm saying with God? Do we have true relationship that are we doing things for the blessing or are we doing things because of who God is? Because God, who God is doesn't change just because our circumstance does. So do we change when our circumstance does? You know what I'm saying? Does our relationship with God get different when we don't get, we're not getting what we want? Does our relationship with God get changed when our circumstances change or do we remain the same in God? Are we still going, are we still reading our word the same way when our circumstances different? Are we still praying the same way when I start? I'm saying we because baby. <laughs> but are we still praying how we how we do when everything's good? Are we still coming to church, worshiping God? Are we still, you know what I'm saying, paying our tithes, giving to people, blessing people, even when things aren't looking good in our own life? You know what I'm saying? How do we operate when things aren't always good? And I think that was the portion I wanted to focus more so on relationships. Just like when a relationship isn't good, does that make you now be unfaithful? You know what I'm saying? Why, when your relationship was, is not good with somebody, how do you operate? You get what I'm saying? I feel like true faithfulness is found when things aren't good so you can see if it's really faithfulness or are you just doing, are you just doing things, you know what I'm saying, for the blessings or the, or the, or the not blessings, but benefits. Are you doing things for the benefits or is it really in your heart to really love that person? You know what I mean? Same with God. Are we trying to be, are we trying to be hitched on to God just for the benefits or do we really love God? And I feel like that's shown in the times where it's questionable, like, Lord, what are you, where are you at? Lord, what are you doing? But I still trust you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do we do when, thing, when we don't see movement in our life? For everybody, even myself, to continue to pray, continue to see the plan, stick with the plan, and stay on track even when you don't see movement with God. Because, like I just read in Isaiah, is that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. We have to trust that whatever he speaks or whatever he's doing in our life is happening for a reason. It will produce fruit. We will reap a harvest if we faint not. So don't give up. Don't get weary in your well-doing. So, yeah, y'all, that's the first thing I wanted to talk about this morning. And the second thing, y'all, me and my daddy, we had such a good conversation yesterday. It was so good. Like, it was so good. And I want to push this the way he, we talked about it. And it also goes with a sermon I was watching yesterday. Like, I just want to really execute this the way God gave it and the way me and my daddy talked about it. And, Lord, please. And I kind of briefly talked about it with my mama, too, this morning. It was just so good. I had to share it with her, too. Like, it was so good. But, Lord, please allow me to push this the way that you have it in my brain soaked in, God, please. In Jesus' name, amen. So, where am I start? <laughs> okay, so uh, probably like a month and a half ago, maybe, I told y'all that God gave me revelation through my garden, right? 
about how um, I, I, my mama had pulled out all my, my onions and all my spinach. She pulled it out because I allowed it to die. I did. I allowed it to get all nasty or whatever, whatever. That was on me. That was my fault. I didn't take care of my garden. We're not going to talk about that part, though. But the point is my mama pulled everything out, right? Cool. So the garden was dead. Nothing was in there um, or whatever, whatever. And out of nowhere, a new plant started to grow in the middle of the garden, and I'm like, Lord, and it was some. God gave me my answer to another situation through that garden about, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go into depth. That's not really important. The point is God gave me revelation through my garden. It spoke clear as day. Like I heard his voice so clear um, through that. And then so fast forward into yesterday, um, me and my daddy was talking, and he was saying how, like, okay, if you follow Vent Break on Instagram or, or you're on my Facebook I um I share like my process even my TikTok I share my process with my garden. Um, so right now I have planted tomatoes, um, zucchini, kale, and beets. Right, cool. So my um, one of my plants is getting like really 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 big. I did not expect this plant to grow this big right now in this garden. And with that being said, my daddy had called me. Well, not called me. I called him and he called me back. But we was on the phone, <laughs> and he said a comment saying, I think that your plant is getting too big for that box. I said, Lord, like instantly I'm like, yes, God, yes, God, <laughs> like, yes, you know what I'm saying, because that plant is getting too big for that box. So me and him just had a great conversation, and y'all, I'm going to say this side note real quick before I get in all the way. I'm a, I, I told myself, and I started yesterday, I'm going to start doing timestamps in my phone of how long me and my daddy conversations be, because I promise y'all, the longest one that I found, I, I, not found, but I've seen in my phone or I realized once I consciously started thinking about it, y'all, was six minutes. My daddy don't, he get on and get off, okay? He he gets on, says what he needs to say, talk a little bit, chop it up, but he about to be like, all right, Nani, I'll talk to you later. He's for real. He's getting off that phone. So yesterday, the fact that we had all of this conversation, the convert, the, the timestamp on the convo was three minutes and sixteen seconds, y'all. Three sixteen. That was the timestamp, and I'm gonna just tell you how good of a conversation we had. And I love my daddy because every time we talk, we don't talk a lot, but it's so fruitful. But anyway, that's just a little, a little something about my daddy. Okay, so anywho, you can only grow as big as your box. Imagine, and he made a comment, and it stuck with me so good. Imagine if that plant was planted in the ground versus that box. You, it, it, it's limitless, the potential that that plant could reach because of its environment. You get what I'm saying? It's limitless of what that plant can reach because of, you're not trapping it into a box. And he was talking about not boxing yourself in. You don't know. You don't even know your full potential. You don't even know how much God – you don't know – how God can move. You don't know how God can work in your life. Stop boxing yourself in and limit, limit, limiting yourself. Those scary things or those scary places or those scary stuff that, that God is placing to your heart to do, jump out and do them. Allow God to show you who you are. Sometimes we don't see our own words. Sometimes we can't see how far we can go. Sometimes we're we're, we have the, the glass, we have a, a ceiling over our head that we can't see. But if we allow God to move, we can push past potential. We can push past what's in our mind. We can push past the limits that we put on ourselves. Don't box yourself in. We have limitless, limitless, limitless potential with God. 
God can do things in our life that we don't even think that we can do, but don't box yourself in. This plant that I have in this box can only go so far. It can only it can only do so much because of the box that I put it in. You get what I'm saying? But imagine if it was planted in the ground. You get what I'm saying? And with that being said, he brought up in the Bible how he said it was, I said he said, well, look, I ain't look it up myself, so maybe I should look it up, right? I want to talk about what my daddy said. Hold on, let me see. Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob. Maybe I should have did this on my own, y'all. Let me see. Uh, let me see. So, uh, give me a second, y'all. We're going to work this through. We're going to work this through. We're going to work this through. Actually, maybe I shouldn't even. I'm not even going to bring that point up. The point is of we have to put the work in on our end in order to get to where we want to go as well. God, we do what we can in the natural, and God does the supernatural. Do what you can on your part to give God the room to move. If you don't ever update that resume, how is God going to bless you with that job that you've been praying for? You get what I'm saying? That's just something so simple of doing work on your end. If you don't ever utilize the the, the, the the resources and the tools that God has already blessed you with, how are you going to create that that business plan that you want? If you don't ever spend the family time that God has blessed you with and graced you with, how are you going to or we're going to pray for better family or whatever, whatever, where you're not you doing what God told you to do right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like God tells us, God gives us what we need to succeed or to, to be to be fruitful in certain areas in our life, but are we using them? Are we doing with what God has given us? You get what I'm saying? And the the scripture or the, not scripture, but the story in the Bible that I want to reference is about the woman with the oil. The woman with the oil, she she only had but a little bit of oil, but it wasn't about how much oil she had. It was about how many jars. You know what I'm saying? God told her, I mean, not God. It was a man that was coming to take her son because of her debt, right? And and she said, I don't have anything. I have zero. All I have is a little bit of oil. All I have is oil. And as many jars as she brought to pour the oil into, he told her to fill up the jars and to sell them, you know what I'm saying, for money, sell the jars of oil. She only had but a little bit of oil, but as many jars as she had, the oil kept pouring. It kept going and kept going and kept going. It filled up all the jars because she had no more jars than the oil stopped. Okay. It wasn't about how much oil she had. It was about how many jars she had. So I say that to say of don't worry about what you're coming to God with. Don't worry about, Lord, it's just this, though. Lord, all I have is this, though. He can work with whatever we have. He makes ways out of no ways. We serve a God that can and that will. We serve a God that does the impossible. We serve a God that is outrageous. We, he does things on purpose so he, we can see how good of a God he, he is. He allows things to happen the way that he allowed her to have that much oil. He allowed her to use that oil for her kids' hair, for cooking, all of that. He allowed her to use that oil up just so she could have only that little bit, <laughs> okay, just so he could show how good of a guy he is, okay? And so it doesn't, it doesn't matter what we are coming to God with. God, I'm, I'm, I'm filthy. I'm nasty. I, I, as long as we come with the mindset of, Lord, I want you to clean me, he can do the work, okay? 
Lord, I'm this. Lord, I only have this. Lord, this is all I have. Lord, da 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 da. He will make. He just needs you to be obedient. Okay. He's looking at obedience. Her pouring that oil. He could have definitely been like, God. He can't. God can't do nothing with this. God can't use me. God can't do this. God can't do that. Da 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 da. I'm not gonna do nothing with this oil. But she, her obedience. Just go grab the jars and keep pouring. That's it. And sell that oil. Sell them jars. Okay. So be obedient. Be obedient. And our potential and what all God can do is revealed in the process. It's revealed as we keep going. It's revealed as we keep stepping. But every time we take that seed out of the ground to look at it, we prolong the process. We interrupt the process. When we plant a seed in our life, when we plant things in our life, when we tell God, God, I trust you in this situation. Lord, I'm giving this situation to you. God, I'm putting this into your hands. God, I trust you. When we do that, we leave it with God. Stop checking to see the process. Stop checking to see how, you know what I'm saying, Lord, it don't look like it's working. Guess what? When you just pull that seed back out the ground, you prolong the process even more. You delay the process even more. You know what I'm saying? It's too soon for you to know what's all going to happen in your life. Let God work. Trust God and continue to water. Water the seed. Water that plant. Water that that business, water that family, water that spouse, okay? Water that situation in your life that seems too heavy for you. Just continue to water it and let God work and trust him, okay? Trust him. Trust him. So, yeah, y'all, that's all I want to say this morning. Like, that's it. (laughs) That's it. Like, God is just good. And we got to continue to trust him through our processes in our life. It may not seem ideal. It may not seem how we it didn't it may not have happened the way that we wanted it to happen. But God is still God and He's a wonderful God. And we should not change our relationship with Him or our trust in Him just because our circumstances change. He's still the same God. Remain faithful. Remain faithful. Um, so yeah, I love y'all. I pray that we soak in self love and awareness. I pray that we grow, we be better every day, and that we allow God to move and we trust Him in our life. So, yeah, if, we're, if you're listening through Chaos Block Talk Radio, follow Vent Break on Instagram, V-E-N-T-B-R-E-A-K, for spiritual vitamins, and um, make today a great day.